Welcome to the Brad and Taylor Show. Today we have Brittany Miles. You're listening to the Brad and Taylor Show, a podcast that inspires entrepreneurs to pursue their passions. We're sitting down with some of the best to learn how they got started and some lessons they learned along the way. Hey, Brittany. Hi there. How are you? We're good. How are you doing? Good. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, let's get this started. Tell us a little bit about you. Um, so my name is Brittany Miles. I have been a realtor for um, going into uh, my sixth year. Um, it's a family business for me. Um, I actually tried to attempt to get out of it, and it sucked me back in. So <laughs> um, I went to Central Michigan University and got a degree in family studies, and I minored in psychology. Um, and I did social work for about a year and a half and, um, some things happened. I moved away and I ended up coming back. And, um, like I said, I got sucked back into the real estate side of things. So kind of cool. My mom's a lender and, uh, my aunt and my grandma were, um, my grandma's retired now. She was an agent for 30 some years. So I assisted her when I was younger, um, and then my aunt is an agent within my office at ERA here in Jackson. So, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. So is this what you wanted to be when you grew up? Like says so you said, your family uh, kind of did it. What what, <laughs> what you have planned? <laughs> um, so I actually aspired to be a marriage and family therapist. And uh, I really wanted to be a therapist for you know a long time. Um, and then I, like I said, I kind of took the social work route um, before I started my master's. And I ended up um, kind of reverting back over to this. And, um, so no, I did not want to be a realtor <laughs> when I grew up. Um, and my family kind of pushed for me to do other things too. And I ended up meeting my husband and he was very supportive and he's like, you'd be great at this. Why don't you just try it? You know, just dive into it. And, um, I was working as a, um, a waitress at a restaurant in Chelsea, Michigan, um, as a, you know, it was a, just a higher end, um, fun place to work fast pace, but I really enjoyed it because I got to meet people and it kind of triggered my career like, Oh, I'd love for you to help me. And so that was nice. So that's kind of how I got my feet wet. Um, also while still having my family as, you know, good cushions to bounce ideas off of, learn the business. I can call and ask, you know, quote unquote, dumb questions or things that I might not. <laughs> so I, yeah, it, you know, I ended up really enjoying it. So I fell into the right place, I guess I should say. Yeah. yeah. When you first started out, you started with your family on that team, right? So you've been with this team the whole time. Yeah. So, okay. okay so my, my grandma actually, um, worked for Remax Mid Michigan. Um, gosh, I think was ended up being like 31 years. And then my aunt, who is Tracy Connors, she assisted my grandma. They did big business. I mean, they were selling millions of dollars real estate. So I would come into the office when I was like 15, 16. I can remember going on showings, listing appointments, you know, since I was little, little, and I would go into the office and I knew all the um, older agents, you know, like people who've been in it forever, like Steve Ordway, um, uh, Chris Rankin. So it was kind of cool. So when I did go into the business, I ended up really knowing a lot of the agents and mm -hmm. already having established that um, relationship. So I do think that had kind of helped my credibility as well. Um, so, and now my grandma has since retired and my aunt is here within my office too. So nice. that's awesome. 
Yeah. It's nice to keep it within the family. So that's really cool that you guys are yes. continuing yes. that tradition. <laughs> yeah. So we are our own agents. We do our own business, but we do bounce things off of each other. Like we just had a transaction. Um, she had an investor. I had people who already had a home under contract and they needed to get their home sold fast. And her investor said, well, I'll just pay cash. And it went smoothly and it was, you know, so just pays to have those relationships and oh, yeah. make our clients life easier as well. So yeah, definitely. When you first start out in real estate, I know you grew up around it. So you kind of had maybe an idea of what to expect when you go into your first transaction. Um, I don't know if you ever sat at a closing or anything before that, but how did that first one go for you? How that first uh, So go? my grandma always said, uh, I had gone to several closings with her. I, I was okay. like her little shadow since I was about, <laughs> I think it was my first closing. So kind of funny. I, I knew um, Ron Ellison for a long time who owns the title company here in Jackson. Mm-hmm. American title. Um, so it's just kind of funny because my first transaction, weirdly enough, I sold a tiny house um, okay. and it had mul- multiple offers on it. And it was in um, Waterloo and it was on a beautiful setting out on the mill pond out there. And I randomly got this guy that called me and I had just started out on my own. And so they, the realtor called me and said, okay, you need to, um, you know, give us your highest and best. And I thought, okay. So I called my client back and he said, that is my highest and best. That's all I've got. And he was actually paying cash at this time, which it's kind of crazy for your first deal to have a cash buyer, yeah. you know, just right place, right time, I guess. So the, we ended up winning the bid with the cash offer and we went out there and he was just in love with this home and it was so cool and it went really smooth. You know, I actually closed it at Liberty title in Chelsea. So I didn't know, I didn't, ha- I didn't know anybody, but I just, yeah. you know, fake it, fake it till you make it and went in there and studied all my study my contract. So if any questions came up that I didn't, you know, that I, they would ask me about prorations or anything. I really just tried to prep myself as well as I could. So in my mind, it went smoothly, but who knows what everybody else thought. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Is there any advice you got right at the beginning that kind of stuck with you along the way? Um, so, um, like a realtor that had been in the business for a really long time just said, basically, um, you know, don't do for the money, do the right thing. And the money will, will follow. Mm -hmm. And I, I really believe in that because I don't want to sell somebody a house that, you know, for instance, um, just recently, actually, there was a house on a lake, their cash buyers, they, um, really loved this house. They thought it was a good deal. They got it under, um, list price and they did the home inspection and, basically the inspector was like, there's like three feet of water under this house. You could, if you were to lift the floor up under the bathroom, I mean, you could stick your hand into water. So, oh man. And they, these are clients that are repeat customers of mine. So in my mind, like I just didn't want to do them wrong, you know? So I was thankful they did the home inspection and I, I advised them like, you know, I don't know what a repair would look like on this. I don't think this is a good investment for you the foundation is bad. Like how good could that be? Right. So Mm -hmm. in my mind, I just kind of was like, I, in the long run, this will pay off. They're continue. they're also homes to their kids. I wanted to make sure that that's the way that I do business. And 
just honesty is the best policy. So I'm not just trying to make a paycheck. I want to make sure that down the line, these people don't have trouble with the homes that they're buying. You know, I mean, home ownership in itself is a, a task. I mean, there's always something, there's maintenance, there's hot water heaters go out. I mean, so those type of things, obviously I want to set them up for success, but there's only so much I can do. Whereas I know that if it's a, a problem that's going to persist or be immensely, you know, cost costly in the long run, I just, I like to do the right thing ahead of time and the rest falls in place, I think. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was going to ask you for the next question here. What's the worst property you've been to? But that one, that might be on your list right there, the water underneath. (laughs) Actually, it wasn't, believe it or not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I would say like when I was a social worker, right, I went into all these underprivileged uh, homes and Mm -hmm. people who were really struggling and there was cockroaches, bed bugs, you name it, I saw it, right? So I kind of thought, well, I've, I've already dipped my toes into this. How bad could real estate be if I'm going into these condemned properties or for investors and yada, yada. So I went into this house and we toured the main level of the home. It was beautiful. I like, it was actually a foreclosed home, but I'm like, I cannot believe this hasn't sold. It's been on the market for, you know, there was no disclosures, anything like that. Um, so basically we get to the basement and there is black mold lining this house from or the basement from top to bottom. Oh, I mean, up the doors, the, the, it was the OSB. It was crazy as if like wow. the basement flooded and it just sat there. And I mean, you could just smell it as soon as you open the basement door. I'm like, okay, we got to get out of here. Don't buy this. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. And if it was there, I wonder where else it was that maybe you guys didn't even see. Exactly. You know, like lipstick on a pig kind of thing. You, it looked great, but ultimately they put the money in the wrong places. They needed to have that taken care of. Yeah. (laughs) Did that one ever sell to one of your clients or anybody fixing it up? No, I never followed up. I just told the realtor, I said, you need to disclose how bad this basement is. And I, but with it being a foreclosure, I don't know how it ended up. So, yeah. (laughs) So I know, unfortunately with, maybe like investment side of things, you might see more of that. (laughs) Yeah. So, and I've been into them where there is, you know, cockroaches, there's mm, dogs, like animals that are aggressive. So you never know what you're going to encounter. So that's what I like about it. Yeah. What kind of goals do you got for the rest of the year? Um, for the rest of the year. So I actually just had a baby in February. Oh, nice. Congrats. Um, so that has been kind of a learning curve, um, trying to balance my home life and still maintaining my business and keeping my clients happy as long as my husband and, you know, balancing everything basically. So that's a goal of mine is to find a good workflow that is even keel with home life, mom life, and, and so on. So that's kind of my goal. So I think so far I've maneuvered through it pretty well. Um, I actually, my husband laughs. I was getting an epidural and my, I was on the phone for a closing that was happening at happening at (laughs) later. And my, um, anesthesiologist said, he goes, you're working right now. I said, well, yeah, I'm okay. You know, and (laughs) I'll feel better after this. And he's, he's like, I can't even get my realtor to call me back. I said, honey, get my car. Just go ahead and give him my, (laughs) So I, it's time, it's hard to turn it off 
when you need to, but it's, if there's people that need something right away, I always try to be there. So trying to find balance there, I guess that would be my goal. Now I have to ask you, did the anesthesiologist ever call you? No, 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 I guess I have to have another kid and go and track it down. Hey, you never called me. Did you buy help? No. Pretend like you're working next time you see him too, even if you're not. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm available. That's so. funny. If you could start over today with all the knowledge that you have, would you do anything differently? Um, I would say no, actually, because every transaction that I that I have, um, and that I've dealt with, you know, is really a, a learning curve that, and and something that you take into the next one that you know, mm-hmm. and it's something different every single time. So no transaction's the same, and you learn something throughout it, no matter what, whether it's, you know, whether you get to know another realtor through it, or you figure something out that an inspector tells you that you've never knew, um, just different, uh, like requirements that you never knew were a thing. Like I had a, I had a, um, FHA appraisal come back and it was a, it was a, it was a outbuilding, like a little shed in the backyard. And it had a, um, beehive in it. I, I didn't look at, I didn't look for the beehive in the shed. I would have never known it's there, but it came back flagged on an appraisal as a repair. And I thought, well, now I'm going to look for beehives and bird's nests whenever, <laughs> you know, I go into a new house for, so yeah. the, just, it's just, I wouldn't change anything. I think every experience is a good one, whether it's good or bad, you're going to learn from it. So. Yeah, for sure. That's I know awesome. we mentioned before we started recording uh, maybe not so much of a book that you could recommend to anybody, but you listen to podcasts. Tell us a little yeah, bit about I what. Just, yeah. I don't have one specifically. It's just, I kind of flick on my, uh, my podcast on Spotify and just kind of see what comes up. So I don't really have anybody specific as far as a book goes. Um, the zero to one. Um, oh, yeah. It's more of, it's more of like a startup for, um, like software kind of thing, like technology, which I'm horrible at. Okay. Like getting on a zoom meeting. Well, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, so basically that I took that as it's like improving upon, upon products that are already in, um, in use, I guess. So I kind of thought that with homes, like how can I market this, you know, more efficiently, how to get it in front of as many people as I can. What does this home need? For people to want it basically. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, it's, it wasn't exactly geared toward real estate per se, but I read it, understood it and kind of applied it into my everyday business. So that would Sweet. be my, yeah. I so. like it. How can people get a hold of you? Um, obviously my, um, cell phone is out there on my Facebook page. You can Facebook message me most effectively would be call or text. Um, I do have a real estate um, website, brittanymiles.com. Um, my, um, Facebook page is connected to my personal page as well. So I feel like I'm pretty easily accessible. So I, um, have lots of Google reviews. So just, just Google me. So Sweet. I like it. Hey, thanks for coming on and sharing your story with us today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yep. Hello. Hello. Are you Hello? there? Are you there? Are you there? Hey guys, we just wanted to thank you for uh, listening on uh, either uh, podcast or on uh, the YouTube video here. If you guys wanted to subscribe, that would be awesome. That would mean a lot to us. And if you guys could give us a five-star review as well, that would be amazing. And we'll see you on the next one. See ya.